the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hello, welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast on the Road Edition. My name is Stevie Kim. Welcome back. And today we are at this magnificent villa. It's called Villa Crespi. It's my first time here. And there is a special event, which is this bottle you see right here. It's called the Giulio Ferrari Collezione 2004. And this gentleman to my left, his name is Matteo Lunelli. I got that wrong last time, remember, when I called you Matteo Bizal? Okay, so, and he's, of course, the lead. He's the, what is your official title of the company? Besides being the big cheese. I'm the president and CEO of uh, Ferrari Trento Winery. So why don't you tell us, what are we doing here today exactly? Today we are honored to present this uh, new vintage of Giulio Ferrari Collezione. It is the fourth vintage of this unique label. And Giulio Ferrari Collezione is a wine that we only produce in the perfect vintages. Uh, So we started with 95, then 97, 2001, and now we have 2004. So So this is the fourth time. It's the fourth time. But uh, when did you start doing Giulio Ferrari? No, Giulio Ferrari. The first vintage. The first vintage was 72. And that Uh was actually really pioneering at that time because it was the first Italian sparkling wine presented to the market with a, a very long aging on the lease. So at that time, Giulio Ferrari, the Giulio Ferrari Riserva del Fondatore was created by Mauro Lunelli, my uncle, mm-hmm. and it was uh, presented after uh, seven years of aging on the lease. So nowadays, uh, the Giulio Ferrari has 10 years of aging. This wine actually ages 18 years, so 216 months in the darkness and silence of our cellar. That's crazy. So it's a very long aging on the lease, and that's why we, we, we say that this wine wants to win the challenge of time. So meaning that, uh, you know, time should give a complexity uh, to this wine because this wine continuously evolves in touch with the lease. But at the same time, winning the challenge of time means that uh, it uh, keeps uh, elegance, freshness and finesse. So this is uh, what uh, we think is also the result of our terroir and the mountain viticulture of Trentino. So how many bottles do you produce of this special edition? It's a very, very limited edition. Mm-hmm. So these are all numbered bottles, uh, 3,906 bottles and 331 magnums. So it's a very limited edition. Oh, so which, uh, you basically drink it by yourself. <laughs> Almost, with no, your between family. our friends. Yeah. So you're the big... Big boss, right? The big cheese of the Ferrari family. So just give me the number so I can contextualize how limited this is. Like 
the entire production, how many labels, and then how many bottles of Giulio Ferrari do you produce every year? We are the leading producer of uh, Metodo Classico in Italy. Uh, and by the way, you know, we are Give it to me 7 numbers. million bottles. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, the record sales of 2022. I have to say that we reached the debt size uh, growing year over year without compromising the quality. And it has, uh, because we have 121 years of history. And by the way, you know, this is really the last step of a challenge that started when, you know, Giulio Ferrari, you know, the first uh, long aging of Ferrari happened by chance almost uh, during the Second World War. Oh, okay. It was an accident. Yeah, because Giulio Ferrari basically during the war built a wall close to the winery, which was at that time in the city of Trento, in the very center of Trento. So Giulio Ferrari built a wall at the entrance of the winery and the winery was closed for some years. And when he came at the end of the war, when he reopened the winery, he found all these different vintages and he came out with uh, this longer aged uh-huh. uh, Ferraris. And he realized that the wine was uh, still in great shape. And actually that uh, the long aging was actually really and beneficial. taste wasn't too bad. <laughs> taste was excellent. And uh, it's, quite a, it's quite a lot. Can you tell me a little bit about Villa Crespi, why we are here today? Why have you chosen Villa Crespi? It's my first time, actually. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful and unique. Uh, actually, we have chosen not only Villa Crespi, but first of all, we have chosen Antonio Canavacciolo. Canavacciolo. That's a tough one, for, <laughs> especially for the Americans. Not an easy one, but he's a great chef. He's like he's the a, master chef, right? Absolutely. He's, no, he's very famous in yeah, Italy for that. In, but, it, uh, but he's also famous as, a, as an amazing chef. Here, it's a three-star Michelin restaurant. Okay. So we recognize as one of the excellent restaurants in Italy. And uh, we started a tradition with the first vintage of Giulio Collezione that each vintage is presented pairing the wine with the creation of a great chef. It is a tradition and continues with Antonio Canavacciolo. We asked him to create a special dish to pair it with our Giulio Ferrari Collezione. Okay, and this is ta-da, ta-da, We want to underline that uh, a great Trento Doc mm-hmm. and a great bottle of fermented sparkling wine is an ideal wine to be paired with food. Historically, sparkling wine is considered as a celebratory wine. Right. While, uh, you know, we strongly believe that uh, the best way to enjoy a great bottle fermented sparkling wine, especially if we are talking about a wine which has a structure, complexity, long aging on the lease. So the best way is really to have it at lunch or dinner. And obviously, especially when it's paired with great food like today. But, you know, in all fairness, to be quite honest, when you're only making less than like 4,000 bottles... There's not much of it to go around. How does it get allocated? Where can you find these bottles? It's going to be... Because it's so it's, tiny. It's going to of... be a very limited edition. But I think that uh, for wine lover, that's also interesting to have something very, very special. So out uh, of uh, our overall production, we have a lot of different labels, a lot of uh, niche. And each of these wine has a history, has its own identity and personality. And that's very important. You know, even if, uh, as you mentioned, we are a large winery, still, you know, what we do is done with passion. And when you have passion, you are willing to also to do a lot of small things, uh, which uh, which are the creation of the talent and of our team. You know, as you mentioned, I'm honored to be the president of the winery, but this is the result of the work of uh, a lot of men and women in the vineyard and in the winery. And uh, we always emphasize the idea that excellence is, uh, is not an act, but an habit. And this was Aristotle and not myself who said that. Oh, really? Meaning, 
meaning that... Uh, Let's note, yeah. nota bene, okay. Note, and uh, meaning that, uh, you know, excellence is not just the result of a single idea or uh, something of one thing, but uh, the result of a lot of steps done with care and attention, especially in wine. To create an excellent wine, you really need to put the care, attention in each step uh, in the vineyard all over the year and in the winery. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local foods, and taking in the scenery. Now, back to the show. Nowadays, in these days, we are actually in the middle of the harvest, so it, this is uh, particularly important for us uh, to mention all the people that work for that. And uh, we have now, you know, while we are talking, our team is really putting all his passion and effort uh, to manage this harvest, which probably in this process is uh, the most uh, important and the most delicate part. By the way, speaking of, you know, the team, can you just, for our audience who are less familiar, I feel like when I meet your family, I need a wide angle lens. So can you just tell me like, who does what in your family? Marcello, Camilla, Alessandro, yourself, your dad, your father, your <laughs> uncle, your aunt. I, I don't know. Can you give me the skinny yeah. of the family organization? Yeah. Okay. First of all, we are proud to be a family business and a family winery because I think the family has always been a, a culture carrier. Mm -hmm. So we, our main goal is really to safeguard the values that have made our success in the past. These values like, you know, the link with the territory of Trentino, the search for excellence in every detail. Nowadays, more and more, the idea of sustainability. So the core values are safeguarded by the family. And uh, the family is uh, pretty wide. We are now at the fourth generation, actually, because our sons are at the fourth generation, but they're not working with us. Not yet. So at the moment, is the third generation mm -hmm. who is working in the winery. We are four cousins which are active in the winery, and then we have other cousins which are shareholder with us. We need uh, to separate what is our role as shareholder. We as cousins, we are all shareholder. Mm -hmm. Some of us are also working in, as managers inside of the winery. What I want to underline is that anyway, for us, uh, you know, we attracted a lot of talents and uh, we can do what we do thanks to all these people that work with us, you know, men and women. And we continuously look for a new talent that help us to continue the story of Ferrari Trento and to grow Gruppo Lunelli. So nowadays, uh, you know, myself, Marcello, Camilla and Alessandro, we are all passionate about what we do and we work in the winery. But uh, we have uh, an amazing team uh, from the general manager to the CFO to the chef de cave, uh, the commercial director for Italy and outside of Italy. These roles are made by a manager which are not part of the family. So we are fully convinced that uh, the future of Ferrari will be brought forward by talented people that share with us these values and this passion. And so the family is uh, very important because it enables us to have a long-term vision. This is uh, clear, you know, when you think about a wine that has over 18 years, having a long-term view is uh, crucial. You know, in wine, you need patience, you need to have a long-term vision. And this is what the family needs to bring. But uh, to create excellence, uh, to promote it all over the world, you need a team of, uh, of people in each role uh, that can do that. And this is what uh, we are most proud of, you know, the, yes. the people that work with us. By the way, but anyway, Marcello 
in terms of uh, between the family, we have different competence and different roles. As you know, Camilla is uh, works in the communication area. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so, and that's why with uh, with most of uh, journalists, and uh, she's the one who interacts with press and media, and uh, is in, she's in charge of communication. And and nowadays, uh, she's also coordinating our effort on the sustainability. She created this new sustainability report. Uh, Marcello is uh, uh, is an analog. Is more uh, looking to the quality of our wine, and especially is also. Uh, the chairman of Tenute Lunelli, which okay. is our vineyards. The quality of all these wines come, first of all, uh, from our vineyards and from what we do in the vineyards. And finally, Alessandro, he's in charge of uh, Tenute Lunelli in uh, Tuscany in Umbria. So the two estates where we produce not Ferrari, but uh, our red wines uh, in Umbria and Tuscany. And uh, he's also in charge of the production of Surgiva, our mineral water. Uh-huh. And finally, he's overseeing the big project that we have. He's an engineer and he's overseeing all uh, the new project uh, of uh, where we are growing our building in uh, our winery in uh, Ravina. So there is a very important project where we are increasing the space of uh, our winery in Ravina and he's the one who is, uh, who is uh, managing this project. So as I said, we have different competences. We work together with passion. And we all share this with the team. Okay. Speaking of your team, Giovanna is giving me smoke signals. You have to go now. <laughs> because I do want to, at a different time, talk about your new chef to carve. Absolutely. Of course. So that's it. Who Assign- is now working in Trento for the harvest. So that's, Okay. Uh, so that's it'll be the role. first vintage. Yeah. This is the first vintage of Cyril. And we are really excited. I'm incredibly happy to work yeah, with I him. And, uh, I can't wait to taste a new vintage. And so. especially, you know, this is going to be the year where he will do a lot of new experiments. So he doesn't want to make a revolution. We do not want it. And he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it certainly is already starting to do a lot of small experiment on details that can be made perhaps in a different way. And experimenting is the key to do some uh, even more step forward towards excellence. Okay, excellent. So I, we really need to wrap it up. Otherwise, she's going to kill me. Thank you very much. I have so, the Valletto Davide. So, okay. salute. Cheers. Cheers. And Cheers. that's a wrap because he's really got to go. And chin chin with Italian wine people, with Matteo Lunelli. And let's go have that wonderful food from Mr. Canavacciuolo. Canavacciuolo. There you go. Alla prossima. Ciao ragazzi. Salute. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin!